You're listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. One voiceover gift every single day until the big day. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the podcast for voice directors and voiceovers, helping you to make voiceovers better. I'm Samantha Boffin, voice actor, director and coach, and this is the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. Earlier in the week, we learnt that one of Santa's favourite films was Love Actually, which reminded me that I'd done a whole, albeit quite short, podcast episode on the opening of that very movie. Now we can learn a lot from the opening scene of Love Actually, whether we're writers and producers of content, or whether we narrate words because it's a very cleverly written and performed voiceover and a very memorable way to start a movie, and it's much, much cleverer than it seems at first glance. Let's take a closer look. If you don't know it, and why don't you know it, Love Actually is a British Christmas movie made in 2003, and it stars a bunch of well-known, basically British actors. Too many, to list them all, in fact, because that would be the entire episode. But there are people like Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Colin Firth, Liam Neeson, a ridiculously young Kira Knightley, and Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is why I'm talking about it today. Because the film starts, unusually, though it's definitely not the only Christmas movie to do this, with a voiceover from Mr. Grant himself. Now, we haven't seen or met any characters yet, so a voice-over is always a brave move for a film opener. And this is particularly unusual because it doesn't really introduce us to a character. It introduces us to a concept. Love, actually. It's quite a short monologue, and I can't play it here for legal reasons, so I'm going to read it. Not that I'm going to do it much justice despite probably having the female equivalent of a Hugh Grant accent. But here goes. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinions starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed, but I don't see that. It seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons... Mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it, I've got a sneaking suspicion. Love, actually, is all around. So, it's a lovely opener. There's no one starry in sight. It's literally shot after shot of ordinary people meeting at airports. Something we can all relate to, as most of us have been met or have met someone at an airport. And they're significant people, generally, that we meet, unless you happen to be a cab driver, because it's a big old effort to go to an airport and wait around for someone. 
So this sets the film up beautifully. It foreshadows the domestic dramas we're about to see from all those fathers and sons, those mothers and daughters and husbands and wives. And it foreshadows the ending too, but there are going to be no big spoilers in this episode. It's a hopeful monologue, and it's brave too, because the devastating attack on the Twin Towers happened in 2001, only two years before this film was released, and probably only a year or less before they started filming. Now, very few references had been made in films at that point, and certainly not in a happy Christmas rom-com. And it's a really good use of Hugh Grant. He very famously did a voiceover opener for the film Notting Hill only four years before, and it's a great echo of that. But Notting Hill was a very different kind of vibe. Although it was a rom-com, this voiceover directly introduced the lead character and his world, whereas Love Actually, that doesn't do that at all. This is an ensemble film. There really aren't any leads, although I suppose Grant's character and turns out he's the Prime Minister, is probably the most lofty role, if you like. And we don't know who the character is here, because he never introduces himself. So later, if we as an audience want to, we can make that leap to assume that perhaps this little bit that we heard at the beginning was part of the speech that won him his Prime Ministership, or perhaps it's part of his inaugural speech. But the fact is, it doesn't really matter at this stage. It's just a great opener. So it's relatable, it's simple, and it's hopeful and brave, and it sets up what we're about to see beautifully. And it offers a circularity with the end of the movie, which is really satisfying when you get to the end. It allows us, as an audience, space to settle down into the movie and really kind of, you know, get in the right mood. And it creates its own very distinct atmosphere from the start. This is a quintessentially British movie. It's a very British cast, it's got a British writer, and it's set firmly in London. And at that point, Hugh Grant was the epitome of the British rom-com and vocally very recognisable. And it introduces a character, although we don't know who Grant is at that moment, but it is a fun and satisfying thing to retrofit it for the audience later on. And it even mentions the title of the movie, but not in a big showy way. It's clever and subtle at the end. And that last line leads us straight into the opening, very Christmassy comedy number sung by Bill Nye, which is a riff on Love is All Around Us. Christmas is all around us. So like all good openers, it's much, much cleverer than it seems at first, and we can learn a lot from it, both as creatives and as voices. I mean, voice actors listen to Grant's laid-back conversational style. He is warm and graceful and understated, which is the character he plays. Some might argue the character he always plays, but I will just mention Paddington too at this point, and a very British scandal. So he's subtle and he's light. Listen to how he copes with that list. I'll link to it in the show notes. So it's the weekend and definitely the right time to settle down for a little Christmas treat. Maybe a movie night or an afternoon film. And love actually might actually be my film of choice this weekend. So until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening to A Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. 
and I will hopefully see you again tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can make voiceovers better. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.